In the name of one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Today is Palm Sunday, but for many churches, today is not just Palm Sunday. Today is Palm and Passion Sunday. Now, I'm no liturgical expert, but I do think most people who go to church only go to church on Sundays. And so at some point long, long ago, it was decided that they would combine Palm and Passion Sunday, and so we'd get this kind of liturgical whiplash of raising palms and immediately the Passion story and Jesus on the cross. And we would miss this really remarkable moment, this story of the Palm Sunday parade. And so because we have good attendance on Good Friday, we can actually wait and do the Passion only on Good Friday. So here's the deal. We're only doing Palm Sunday today, and I'm just going to trust you're going to go to church at some other point this week during Holy Week. All right. Now let's put today's story into context. Palm Sunday, this parade into Jerusalem, comes at a very important part in Jesus' story. It was also very important for those early first century Christ followers. The story of the procession that we just heard is the only, one of the only stories that we can find in all four Gospels. And when one story is found in all four Gospels, we should pay attention. This story is something important, and this story has something to tell us today. Now, when I was a child, I loved Palm Sunday because I got to play with a toy in church. It was the only Sunday when I got to twirl something around and make crosses out of palms and stick my sister in her eye. It was great. And if you're anything like me, you kind of like a little something in your hand, something to put on your clothes, something that marks us as Christian, marks us as Christ followers. And now whether you paraded around the street with us or you sat in the pew and sang, this day is marked as something unusual, something special, something very unique. Now make no mistake, Jesus wanted this day to be different. Jesus wanted this day to be special. This parade is great fun. But if we aren't careful, we can skip over the beginning of the gospel story and get right to the fun part of the parade. So I want to take a step back and look at what Jesus did at the very beginning of our gospel lesson today. Unlike almost any other point in Jesus' ministry in our gospel story, Jesus prepares for this parade. I can't think of another part in the gospels where Jesus actually spends as much time preparing for anything. Jesus plans a dramatic entry into Jerusalem. For Jesus, this moment is huge. I can even imagine that he may have sent people ahead of him to find palm branches that they could wave to rouse up the crowd and get them ready to shout and to sing and to make a spectacle. And that brings me to perhaps my favorite part of this whole story. Jesus wants to be seen. Now we might not think of Jesus this way. We may think of Jesus as this quiet, person who goes off into the country and teaches stories. But today, Jesus shows us a different side of him. And in fact, perhaps Jesus was more like this than we think. I remember the first time I went to visit the Holy Land. 
And I walked up the Mount of Olives through the Garden of Gethsemane to the top where Jesus would have gathered his followers and taught them these cosmic truths. And what I noticed was that I could see right across the valley to the Temple Mount, right across the valley to where the temple would have been. Jesus could have gone anywhere to teach his followers, but he went right across this little valley and taught them on the side of a hill, just so that all of the people in the temple could see. Those teachers, those leaders, those who would have been annoyed with what Jesus was teaching could literally watch Jesus gather the people across the valley on the side of that hill. It changed Jesus forever for me because Jesus was no longer this docile little rabbi who was all about peace. No, Jesus was antagonistic, and I kind of liked him even more. You see, Jesus in this parade is mocking the powerful. Jesus in this parade is openly criticizing the strong and celebrating God's humble, simple grace. Now remember, at this point in time, Roman conquerors would parade into the cities with huge fanfare to remind everyone just how powerful they were. So Jesus does it a little differently. Jesus goes and gets a colt. Just imagine the scene. Jesus, a grown man, goes and gets a little colt and rides that colt into the city. He would have looked ridiculous. He would have looked ridiculous and the people were yelling and they were waving palm branches and everything about this parade was mocking the way that the Romans felt strong. This mocking was meant to draw people's attention. Now, we would have all likely heard that Jesus came to turn our notions of power upside down, the way that the world prioritizes success and power and strength is flipped upside down in Christ. And our Christian identity, for many of us, may be taken for granted because for many of us, we've grown up in the church, sort of. We've kind of grown up in a culture that we think is helping to make us Christian. But make no mistake, our world is not helping us follow Jesus. Our world, our leaders, those in power who make decisions are definitely not doing so in a Christ-like manner most of the time. For us, if we are not intentional and we do not invest ourselves, we may not really understand what this following Jesus is all about. But today, we see in Jesus' parade a deep and ultimate truth. Jesus points to a truth that is far from our normal desires, far from the basics of our human condition. Jesus points to a truth that is not about pride, is not about perfection, is not about judgment or strength or power, but about humility and vulnerability and grace. The truth that Jesus points to today is the deep truth of God. The deep truth that God loves us just as we are, but loves us enough not to leave us there. What is truly on display today is that parade of grace. 
Jesus prepares to march into the center of the life and the culture of Jerusalem, to march into the center of this earthly power of Rome with authority of vulnerability. And this vulnerability will ultimately get him killed. This is not the kind of parade we naturally seek. This is not the kind of parade that will ultimately end the way that we want. And yet, it is through this kind of parade that Jesus will fulfill and redeem us in every way. Today, the parade that Jesus leads is an opportunity for each of us, an invitation to each of us to be changed and to be changed for good. Jesus' parade is one that will change the world, and he's calling each one of us to join him. And so as we enter this holiest of weeks, Jesus is calling to us and trying to get our attention by creating a true spectacle. And when you hear the beat of that music, and when you hear the sound of that parade, know that all of that is for you is for us, and I don't want you to miss out. So happy Palm Sunday, and pray for one another as we enter this holiest of weeks, that we will, with courage, commit ourselves to Christ and be changed for good. Amen.